1: Hey, doing everyone welcome back to the channel in this video here we're going to be talking through how to prepare yourselves for round 13 for the whole buy period in general and we're actually going to do that by going through a bunch of our top teams so I hope you find this really helpful really insightful um, and this can get you to a great spot going into the buy rounds and one thing I, I can't check with, with these top teams is how many trades they've got left but yeah, we can we can have a look at their team, see where they're at in terms of how many uh, players they have ready for round 13. Um, have a little look at the the people squad and and go through uh, a few different things there. So as I hope you hope you enjoy this one, we'll get straight into it now and how good uh, how good's Boone Haggard's uh, Boon, Boony going? David Boone, 8399 9 for total points and and got us by an average of 60 points per round. So and you know almost what's that a million dollars so crazy work for for Boon and, and you yeah, know makes sense why you team value is so high but let's jump in and have a look and we obviously have all the teams that aren't playing that are playing in round 13 uh, either in that section there or we can we can have a look at the draw so we will have a look at these guys there's dragons the broncos the tigers panthers storm titans and also the knights and the eels and just remember guys that uh, if you're a bit new to this the origin players so any anyone that is in these teams especially you know storm etc you know, Munster Christian Welch, these types of players they also will not be playing for their club team during this round. so this is why it's really important to be actually be thinking about this. if you're bringing in players from from now on, being round nine you have four four rounds left until until 13 comes so it's like okay do we, do I pick up these guys now? Or do I wait maybe until they've played the first buy round and I can pick them up in round 14? So then from then on, they only miss one game for the rest of the year and, and they're a complete gun and, and that might be a smart time to pick them up. So think about that, guys, coming into round 13 and, and as we're going through our Boone's team there. So, all right, other guys that are going to be playing from this when we have the Knights are playing. So we have Braley, Watson, Papalee as our first three. The next three guys then won't be playing as their origin guys. Uh, Schuster's got a buy. Cleary will be in Origin. You then have Avarillo So do the, the Bulldogs play? No, they have a buy. Okay, so that's that one there. Uh, Opachek is there. So that's four. Hampton's out. Trebovich is out. Taoz and maybe, but well, I'm happy to 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 pick him as a, someone that's playing. So it's five. And then you go to the bench, and we've got Peachy for six, Laurie for seven, Simkin for eight. Itoi Kamanu for 9, and possibly Momorowski for 10. We'd well, hope so anyway. So currently sitting there with 10 players, and I think my suggestion for your round 13 buy would be to have approximately 13 to 15 players, depending on, I guess, how many trades you got left. If you're someone that's sitting at 26-plus trades right now, then I think you might be able to get to 14, 15 in this round. But if you're sitting at 25, 24 and under, so you've used a, a good chunk of your trades with the max trades at this point being 20, uh, 20 remaining, then I think somewhere around the 13 mark would be ideal because if you if you get yourself to 17, if you use every available trade, I believe there's, there'll be two two in 14, four in, after 15, and then two again, 16, four again in 17. You'll be able to get yourself from 17 in round 13 to 16 in round Seventeen, But that obviously requires, what's that, eight, no, 10 trades in there. 12? 12 trades after round 13 um, to get there. And if you're already sitting at 20, you then have, you know, right now, 20 right now, which means you're probably going to use, what, seven to eight over the next four or five weeks and then 12 over that period to max trade it. You then then have no trades for the last, what, eight rounds, which is a terrible strategy. You know, you might score well during the buy period, but then you've decimated your team to get there and that's something really interesting to think about is what we what the ultimate goal is and especially if you're a head-to-head player is just getting as many guns in your team as possible so if you're a head-to-head this video head-to-head player this video isn't going to help you as much as we're looking for more the uh, the classic overall but head-to-head players you won't have to worry about round 13 round 17 usually your competition will have buyers in that in those two games so right now you can still pick up those um you could even possibly pick up a Reece Walsh and these types of guys that aren't playing in round 13 just because you're looking for cash generation to then upgrade some of the other guys. And, and if you're a head-to-head player, then you're maybe holding a, a, a Toy- Kamanu or an Alvaro. Uh, these types of guys you probably don't even have to, have to worry about um, because you know, I'm thinking about holding them mainly for the buy period and then moving them on, whereas you could just you know, happily move them on uh, as you go along. So think about that as a head-to-head player, but the overall players there, yeah, I spoke about this this team here with ten. They're in a pretty good spot, you know. Holding holding mom and pap was a really smart effort, and especially with you know the crazy team they've got. Yeah, this this team is is not too dissimilar to a lot of other guys. With you know Papa being probably one extra that a lot of people don't have, maybe, um, and then a pretty solid wing fullback with obviously pap to come back, and then some strong players in, in Peachy and, and Reynolds on the on the bench there, and, and not even playing Dan Laurie this week, which is. Yeah, probably probably hurt him a little bit, but so that's that team there. We'll we'll go into our number two team, and and they're uh, they're twenty what's that eighty odd points behind in Josh. So well done to Josh for his uh, his great rank. And we'll see how these guys. And just remember, guys, that a lot of people even that are scoring well currently. I've had a few people message me saying, "Oh yeah, I'm currently sitting about a hundredth, two hundredth, fiftieth, whatever." And, but I'll uh, I'll lose heaps of spots over the bye period because I'm not playing overall. So think about that as well. You're going to make a lot of extra ranks if you're actually putting some time into this. But, all right, let's go into it. Braley Watson, yes. And when we talk about it, so Harris isn't playing around 13, but he's an awesome bye period player because he only misses one game. You're not worried about him having to back up from origin and stuff like that. Just uh, just think about that there. So those two. Uh, we've got Peachy is three. Laurie is four. Papa five. Alvaro six, Stefano seven, Mane eight possibly, and then that's it. So Torpenny is an interesting one that's just sitting on the sitting on this guy's bench, um, doing nothing, which is you know, good signs for us coming through. That you know there's no cash generation there, for example, um, but also someone that's not going to play. Well, he shouldn't play in round thirteen. or don't won't play in round thirteen, especially. But there's a chance he doesn't even play round seventeen. So it's just a just that proper red dot very early. So obviously three thirty-seven k, he still has a chance to trade him out. But um, you know, one less, one less, two less players in in this squad, and obviously holding Mormon Pap as well. But God, how's it on this interchange? <laughs> Far out. And you got Harris, Bafita, Haas, so Haas instead of Crichton that most people would have, and then Papa Munster and Marnie on the on the bench is full on. Um, but yeah, solid squad, and you can see what happens if you get off to a good start, guys. But it's very very easy to make some silly trades from here on in and 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 stuff up and 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 go backwards in the ranks. So there's that one, and then we'll go to stacked as bro. Where's Brayley Papali'i with two? Collins have to be traded out. You got Lucy for three, chick for four, to five, Laurie six, Watson seven, Stefano eight, Simkin nine, Alvaro ten. So. Again, most people are sitting there with 10 and what's going to happen this next few weeks is really important as to the types of the trades you make. Are you making trades to just get good scoring and not worry about the buyers? Or are you making, you're making a couple of strategic ones where possibly you're, getting, you're picking up a keeper who plays round 13? Because that's kind of the, the smartest way to do it is, is making sure you actually pick up a keeper um, or a strong cash cow that plays in round 13. And there's not many of those strong cash cows at the moment. Obviously, Simkin was a decent one Couple of weeks ago, and we'll have to see what happens with guys like Max Faye guy, um, in coming into this week as as to whether you know, he's going to be playing and, and if he's going to get a, a good role as and, and make some cash there. So that's kind of the thoughts, and we'll do uh, we'll do one more with with Jesse here. So you got Brayley one, Papa two, Panguy guy three. It's a good, good trade-in. nice work. Uh, then we got Peachy four, Laurie five, Watson six, Simkin. And Utukamaru for eight, seven and eight, uh, and that's it. So, yeah, eight, eight players in this one, which is a little bit of an issue and holding a bunch of players, O'Sullivan and stuff like that. So it uh, looks like this team's had to make a bunch of trades or, or you know, would have made a, a trade or two last week that that would have helped out the, the playing team and kind of has less left O'Sullivan there. So it be really interesting to see uh, what uh, amount of trades that some of these teams have. And if, if, I, if you watch my channel... Please let me know if you're one of these teams and, and uh, let me know how many trades you've got so we can all have a bit of an idea. But that's that one there. And then we'll move to the People Squad and, and see where, where, where we are at currently. So 23 trades we've got. We've got Braley Watson as two, Moses three, Peachy four. We then have Laurie five, Simkin six, Spencer seven, Mom eight, Phuwe nine, Stefano 10. Yeah, so 10. So the majority of teams, you've got 10 and, and that just shows where everyone's at at the moment um what type of players are you looking to bring in guys because obviously I got my little spreadsheet there and the types of guys you might be targeting that I was I was thinking at we have from the start Opaček and Fergo as cash cows to possibly hold and I think they're definitely guys you can hold and and so a lot of strong players in the eels side just be just be wary that if you're getting in a lot of these eels players that you're hoping that that they're clear um, they're clear holds for, for across the season just think if you if you picked up four to, let's just say you picked up five Eels players and you hold them for the season you then have five less guns in round 17 so if you take that straight away off the 21 then you're sitting at 16 players already yeah think about that so that's where splitting your time splitting your time across round 13 and round 17 is going to be smartest and obviously early on we're all going to focus on 13 and those types of players but please don't pick up a mid-range kind of player from these from these uh, teams. If you you're going, if you're going to pick someone that's playing round 13, make sure they're a gun, or make sure that they're going to generate you cash and, and give you a decent score in round 13. But then you you're moving them on closer to 17. So, but as always, it's going to be about holding trades steady. I think is is obviously clearly the most important part. You know, if we look at the the people's squad now, what what kind of trades are we looking to make? Where are we at? So we spoke about spoke about Fui as being a trade out. So we're currently sitting with ten. If we trade Fui out for a guy that's playing in round thirteen, then then we we stick solid at ten and and just remember what's going to happen over the next bunch of weeks. There will be some injuries to to some of these some of this buy planning you've you've thought about. So that's where again the trades is really important. If you don't have to trade, we still have what five weeks to go. So round nine, ten, eleven, twelve is four. And then one more week of four trades. So you've got, it's at eight, 12 trades to make if you want to. If you're sitting at 20, they'll leave you with eight, right? I'm at 25 right now. My team, people's squad's 23. You probably only would like to use, my suggestion would probably be four to five over the next bunch of weeks. So if we use four from here on in, we're left with 19 uh, in, in the middle of round 13, which, which would be pretty cool, right? That's only one trade a week from now and if we're making strategic trades maybe one of those trades is to bring in a guy that's sort of a yeah you know, a must have cash cow that's not playing in round 13 but then the other guys would be looking to help us in round 13 and and if that's the case then we're sitting with somewhere between 13 and 14 players and i think having 13 to 14 sorry strong players there is going to be more important than Bringing in a guy that's only going to play with that one week, so maybe maybe it's a you know, Round thirteen comes along and a cash cow has been named, and you just bring them in. I think it's probably too early to bring in a guy that is only going to play one game and then be a red dot for the rest of the year, because then you don't have him playing in seventeen, um, and he's not making any money for you and stuff like that. So think about that. If you have thirteen to fourteen really strong players, yeah, maybe. If you have done it a little bit better and and have been able to hold a Spencer or a Stefano, these kind of guys that are scoring in the thirties, then possibly you can have uh, you know play fifteen players or something, and you've got a couple of those fringe guys. But if you're looking to just get solely guns or close to it, then I think thirteen will be will will suffice. Remember, it's just it's about the quality of the players in your team over that period, not the uh, not the amount, right? Because you can have seventeen okay players, or you can have. 14 really good players and the 14 really good players will score as much as the 17 or or, you know close to it anyway and usually that means you haven't used as many trades and you've banked a few um and you can go from there but yeah i suppose that's all i kind of want to say at this point obviously we're still five rounds out from round 13 but it's something to think about i'm getting a lot of questions on how to navigate this period um we do get four trades in the middle as well so after i think it's for round 15 so 13 15 and 17 some reason, they've given us four trades uh, when all the international stuff's playing. So I don't know why they've needed to do that, but I think it's probably a good thing. If you're actually playing properly, um, then a lot of the guys will be trading hard in, in round 15 and, um, and, and will run out of trades very quickly. So there you go, guys. That's the, uh, that's the thoughts on, on some of the origin period stuff. I hope that really helps um, and is really informative. And we'll catch you in the next one, guys, with the team list. Have a good day